Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Friday, happy Blue Jackets game day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you all of the news, the stories, the trials, the tribulations, the agonies, and the joys of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Monday to Friday, every week, every year, every season. Uh... Before we get started, I want to thank everybody for making this your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all platforms, so uh, if you're a regular listener or a first-time listener, I appreciate you for stopping on by. So uh, we get to talk about a Blue Jackets win, which is exciting. Uh, the Blue Jackets win 2-1 over the Philadelphia Flyers last night. And uh, we're also going to look ahead to the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we face tonight uh because i guess get the battles of pennsylvania out of the way it all in one um but blue jackets win 2-1 uh it was a really good game i don't understand how this is the same team that allowed nine goals in florida it, it baffles me boggles the mind um after the first period, uh, it was a 0-0 tie, and I was like, you know what, this is already way better than anything I imagined. I was ex- I was uh, expecting just a kind of a chaos game. Uh, I texted my friend, I was like, wow, everyone has just decided to be incompetent in this game except for the goalies, and I wasn't 100% wrong, I don't think. Um, it took until 11 minutes in the second period for someone to score, and that would be Oliver Bjorkstrand. Well, no, that's not true. It would take until then for someone to score a goal that was allowed. Uh, Zakarensky scored uh, before that, but it was waved off for goaltender interference. Um, which, I mean, it was, yeah, Texier definitely interfered with him. I have seen goals being allowed to stand for more egregious goalie interference than that, but uh, I don't know, we, we won the game anyway, so I'm not like super annoyed about it. But it's just another example of the inconsistencies of the NHL's everything. Um, good stuff, Bjorkstrand get a goal. Uh, that's his twelfth of the season. Uh, Boone Jenner and Sean Corrali with the assists. Uh, that was, I believe, just after the power play. Uh, expired. The power play continues to struggle. The penalty kill I thought was fantastic. We're going to talk about that in in a minute. Um, and then in the third period, Patrick Laine with just a beautiful shot that went in and out before I realized. Went in and out before I think a fair amount of people on the ice realized. Uh, really good to see him get a goal. Uh, that's his second goal since returning from uh, from injury. Uh, sixth of the season. Uh, he's now up to I believe fourteen points in eighteen games, uh, which is about what I'd expected from uh, from Patrick Laine. Obviously, we're not going to get, you know, a 70-point performance out of him, but if he's healthy for the rest of the of the season and he plays at this kind of level, like, I would be I would be okay with that. Um, Two-point night for Boone Jenner, which is, again, always, always fun to see. Uh, this kind of resurgence that Jenner is having continues 
to be fun. Uh, and he is crawling up the leaderboard for the team. Uh, he's now second on the team in points with uh, 26, 15 goals and 11 assists. Uh, the only player above him is Arthur Bjorkstrand, who has uh, 27 points, 15 goals and 12 assists. Um Hilariously, third is Jake Voracek, who uh, we're going to talk about in a minute. His homecoming to Philadelphia. He has 25 points and 24 of them are assists. Uh, because, go figure. Um, unfortunately, they, they broke the shutout uh, with about eight minutes left to go. Uh, a guy called Jerry Mayhew, who I had never heard of before this moment. Uh, that's his first as a flyer. Uh, that I don't know if that's his first career NHL goal, but uh, like I've been saying, um, players love to score their uh, their first goals for whatever reason. First goals of the season, first goals on the team, first career goals. They love to score them on the Blue Jackets. Uh, that is his third career goal. Okay, so it's not, it was not his first career goal, um, but first of the season, first as a flyer. Again, go figure. Um Frustrating because I thought Elvis was one of the best players, uh, and I would have liked to see him get the shot out. But uh, making thirty three of thirty four saves is uh, is pretty pretty good. So again, not super upset. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, special teams and the like, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about. Elvis, probably, because I love him and I am always happy to talk more about Elvis. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Because it's the New Year soon, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. Low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein. And here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, you promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. So I uh, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Uh, the power play I think is continuing to struggle. Uh, we did not score on three opportunities. Uh, we also did not allow a power play goal though, which is uh, which is always good. Uh, I know the uh, the Philadelphia power play I believe is even worse than ours. So it's maybe not like a huge achievement uh, to go over four on uh, on the power play for them. But considering you know everything, uh, I'm pretty happy. With that, uh, anything that kind of pads our pads our stats, uh, we are now up to nineteenth in the league on the penalty kill, which again, very exciting. Uh, power play has dive bombed. Uh, we're now twenty seventh in the league. Uh, the 
Liars are just above us by 0.1% in the uh, in the power play percentage, but they didn't score last night, so it's all good. Uh, in terms of in terms of other kind of things, it was face-off percentage. Uh, the Flyers, I feel like, are a pretty good face-off team. Um, or at least they have Claude Giroux, who I feel like takes most of their face-offs. Uh, so 53% in face-offs for Philadelphia, 468 for us. Uh, we took a lot of penalties. Well, no. We took a lot of offsetting minors that we then got the extra man for. So I feel like there was there was two sets of offsetting roughing penalties. Uh, one was Max Domi, and the other one was um, not Andrew Peake, which surprised me. Uh, it was Gavin Bayreuther. They both took roughing pe- penalties and then got the extra, an extra roughing minor on top of that. Um, just bonehead, bonehead plays. Uh, I feel like the officiating was a little bit tilted towards uh, towards Philadelphia. Um, not like in a massive way, but it felt very much like, oh, of course they get another power play. Um, and I don't know if that is, again, confirmation bias because there was seven penalties in the game and they took three of them. So obviously it wasn't like super tilted, but I felt felt like there was a couple of missed calls that could really have gone our way. Yeah, there was a particularly egregious cross check near the end of the game that I thought could probably have been called. But again, we won the game, so I'm not like super mad about it. If we'd lost the game on a power play or whatever, then I probably would be a little bit more frustrated. Um, but mostly... I think we need to do better. Uh, we need to be a little bit more disciplined. Um, they they love to do stick crime. They love to take penalties. And I really wish that they wouldn't um, because, you know, we can't play against a 26th ranked power play every game. So we should probably stop taking penalties because other teams are going to make us pay. Um in terms of uh, in terms of other things, I don't really have like that's that's kind of all all I've got for this game. Uh, really good to see Jake Voracek back. Uh, he was cleared like super late last night, and uh, or the night before, so Wednesday night he got cleared, and then I think he got on the like the plane basically as soon as he could uh, landed in Philadelphia that morning, and then uh, played that night and had I think a pretty good game. Uh, I was. I was pretty happy with him. He did not get on the score sheet, unfortunately, but uh, he, for someone who's just come off the the COVID list, I thought he had a pretty good game. Uh, Played 16 minutes, which is good. Uh, Two shots on goal. Uh, Should really have had maybe an assist or two. Uh, Carter Hart was really good, I thought, um, because I said nice things about him on yesterday's podcast, so obviously he has to be... Has to be good. Uh, two goals on 29 shots, so not as good as Elvis, but still another example, I think, of he's trying his best to keep this team afloat and the team is really making it difficult for him, um, which is disappointing to see as a goalie fan, but um, I'm not upset that that's, that's how the game went. You know, it could have been, been a lot worse. Um, and I'm, sometimes we need to be the one that is goalieing the other team, is, is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I liked a lot about that game, uh, liked a lot of our players, uh, good to see Texier, uh, stepping up 
and kind of getting more and more of his groove back. Really good to see Line A score. Um, everyone who should be scoring was scoring. So that's, again, always always a plus. Uh, hopefully this is a good sign for him and also for Bjorkstrand, who, you know, we all know is a streaky at best player. Um, it'll be good to see him get a couple more, um, especially with the upcoming game, uh, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Uh, so tonight we have to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, I checked the rule book. They say we have to. Um, not super looking forward to it, but we will deal with it i think so we're gonna we're gonna take a look at how that game is is shaping up in just a minute but first i want to tell you about bet online because they've got you covered all season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs the nhl season continues their march to the playoffs but online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n at betonline.ag betonline where the game starts so somehow we've made it all the way to the 22nd of january in the season without having to face the pittsburgh penguins um and that usually means that we have uh we have to cram a bunch of murder games into the next three months uh we play them once in february once in march once in april so not super looking forward to it, but uh, it could be. It could get interesting. Um, in terms of the Pittsburgh Penguins, they had a really slow start to the season, and I think it was probably mostly because everyone was dead. Uh, they've slowly kind of gotten most of their players back. Uh, they are mostly healthy at the minute. Jason Zucker, I believe, is out. Just uh, went out with an injury, but they've got Crosby back. They've got Malkin back. Uh, Car- Jeff Carter was out with uh, injury. Jay Gensel was out with injury. My nemesis. Um, they've, they've got all of these guys back, which is good news for them, bad news for us. Uh, they have slowly been creeping up the standings. They are currently third in the Metro division with 53 points, uh, 24, 10, and 5. For a team that was, uh, you know, well out of a playoff spot on Thanksgiving, that's a pretty good, a pretty good turnaround for that team, um. I'm I'm not looking forward to this game. I fully assume that Pittsburgh is going to make me sad because that's what Pittsburgh does. Uh, I assume that Jake Gensel will get at least two goals because that's what Jake Gensel does when he plays the Blue Jackets. Uh, interesting player to watch, though, is uh, Chris Letang, who has six points in his last five games, two goals and four assists. And uh, having kind of... Be, I've kind of been talking a little bit to uh, Hunter Hodes of Lockdown Penguins about this, he is playing some of the best hockey of his career right now, uh, which is, again, like, I like Chris Letang, it's super good to see, um, you know, there was a lot of talk of, can he still be the number one defenseman for this team, and apparently the answer is yes, uh, so he's, he's just on fire right now, has been all season, uh, he's playing some phenomenal hockey right now, uh, so he's definitely someone that we have to kind of watch out for, Six goals, uh, sorry, six points in five games is not to be not to be sniffed at, honestly. Um, and then the other player is Tristan Jarry is also playing phenomenal hockey. Uh, 
He's got a 927 through 31 games so far and three shutouts. Uh, he's a 27 and 4 record, uh, which means he has 20 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, 24 wins, uh, which is, again, pretty. Pretty good. You can't complain about that. Uh, he started last night, so it could be that we see Domingue tonight. Louis Domingue, who made his season debut against the Sharks and was uh, fantastic, uh, allowed one goal in, in the game, uh, and has a safe percentage of 976. Obviously, very, very small sample size, but we'll... Uh, We'll see. I again, I assume Deming just because the Blue Jackets are not super high in the standings, and also uh, Jerry played last night. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that Jerry will play tonight as well. Uh, I could see Jerry playing lots of games this this upcoming season. They've shown that they don't uh, trust Casey DeSmith, which seems fair. Uh, he's been real bad for them this season, and so. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he, he does not see a ton of ice for the rest of the season uh, and Domingue kind of takes that backup job, which, happy for happy for Domingue. Uh, but it's it's I assume that Tristan Jarrett is going to be the guy down the stretch. Um, in terms of team stats, it could be it could be a rough night. For us, specifically, uh, their power play is not great. Uh, they're only 20th in the league. Obviously, that's still better than us. Their penalty skill is second in the league at uh, 89.8%, so I imagine we will not be scoring a ton of power play goals on them. I mean, stranger things have happened, but I would assume all of the scoring is going to be done at even strength for for the Blue Jackets. Uh, I assume that their power play will probably make us pay, because, again, Jake Gensel. Um, face-offs, basically identical. Uh, goals for per game is also pretty close, uh, but interestingly... Their goals against per game is fourth in the league, which, again, I never feel like Pittsburgh is a strong defensive team because you look at that lineup and you're like, oh, well, they've got Crosby and Malkin. Like, obviously, they're scoring a ton of goals. Jake Gensel is one of the best pure goal scorers in the league. Uh, Evan Rodriguez has kind of come out of nowhere. He's the new Mark Donk. Um, but, yeah, they're fourth in the league. They allow less than three goals a game on average, uh, 2.56 goals per game on average. Uh, and then, you know, when you look at... The Columbus Blue Jackets, they are allowing almost an entire goal per game more on average at 3.54. Now, that's probably a little bit skewed by the fact that we uh, have allowed 9, 7, and 7 goals so far this month. But uh, I'm, it's, it's, it's probably going to be tough. Uh, if Pittsburgh scores more than three goals, then I think it's going to be real tough for the Blue Jackets to kind of come back from that and uh, take the win. So I guess the the hope is that we score early and then uh, manage to shut them down. I assume Corpsalo will be will be taking the net tonight. Uh, he's been fine for us since uh, since he came back. Uh, and Muslikins historically has not played super well against Pittsburgh, uh, so we'll we'll see again. It's not out of the realm of possibility that Muslikins will play tonight, but I would be surprised if he does. Uh, put Kupsalo in, why not? Um, we've got to get him to kind of feel the puck a little bit more, especially if you know we're going to flip him at the deadline. He needs to be playing. Um, 
And at this point, like, what have we got to lose? If if Muslikins plays and loses, then it is what it is. But I feel like if you put Club Salo in, we have a better chance. Uh, I don't know what it is about Elvis and, and Pittsburgh. I don't know if that first game against them where he allowed, like, seven goals, like, I don't know, gave him the yips, and now he's now he can't play Pittsburgh. But we need to figure that out if he's going to be our future franchise goalie because there's going to be a lot of Pittsburgh games in his future. But... Uh, yeah, I would. I would imagine it's going to be a, a backup battle tonight, uh, Domingue versus Corpusalo, which could make for some interesting hockey, shall we say? Uh, and that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, not tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday, and there is no show. On Monday, we will uh, break down tonight's game against the. Uh, Against the Penguins, we'll take a look ahead to the game against Ottawa, which I believe is on Monday night, and uh, hopefully we'll have a we'll have a win to discuss another one, two in a row. Who who knows? Um, that will be exciting for me personally. But I have been Jeff Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J A K O B F O R S T E R. You can find this podcast at L O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, go make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling do a really great job breaking down the sports betting day by day. And uh, you can find them wherever you find Locked on Blue Jackets. So go and, go and check them out. Like I said, I'll be back on Monday with a breakdown of tonight's game. Uh, Have a good weekend, enjoy the game tonight, and until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.